Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're back in the book of Leviticus. We'll be looking at uh, chapters 21 and 22 today. These two chapters are are dealing with the laws for the personal purity of the priests. Now, back in chapter 20, we were talking about um, uh, capital punishment for um, uh, breaking the laws of holiness. We've been talking about living holy these rules for living holy, and so now we're we're really getting into to talking about um, putting this holiness into action as the as priests. Now again, God is calling the tribe of Levi to 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 uh, be holy priests here, and um, of course, Aaron and his sons are kind of the first. Um, in this line of chief priests. And of course, um, these chief priests have to represent the holiness. They have to live that representative life of holiness. They can't defile themselves. And there are applications uh, for this for our lives today, as McGee teaches, that every believer uh, has been called a priest. Um, we are representatives of God through Christ. So, in this sense, we are called to be holy and we are called to live holy lives. So, this, these are um, rules uh, for uh, these holy priests here as being the representatives of God. And so, uh, we'll see some of these rules in chapter 21, um, and then we'll also see things that disqualify you because of your own physical imperfections to be a priest uh, or a high priest. Um, y- you, you can't, you know, participate in, in uh, uh, certain activities uh, or, you know, around funerals. Uh, like the high priest couldn't attend a funeral um, for even his immediate family um, because he would be defiled. He has to maintain this holiness. And even if he has physical imperfections or blemishes or uh, lame 
or, you know, uh, problems like with his face or scabs or disease or any kind of physical defect, uh, that would be a a disqualification of being able to serve as high priest, just like uh, you couldn't sacrifice an animal with any kind of a blemish on it. So um, all of these things point to the perfection of God in certain imperfections that man might have. And then in chapter 22, we'll be touching on uh, being holy uh, through uh, disease, the diet, and, and being around the dead. So all of these things, again, we're putting this holiness into action. These two chapters kind of go together. And one of the things that McGee points out is men and women may not be reading the Bible, you know, as we're representing God in holiness. They, they may not be reading the Bible, but they may be reading you. So in other words, uh, just another way of, of, of looking at this material that um, we are, even today, we are representatives of God. And we may not have to live under these certain rules about being holy because Christ's uh, sacrifice on the cross and his Holy Spirit makes us holy. But we are still um, representing Christ And so, God calls us into holy living. So, with that in mind, let's jump in and see some of the high points of chapters 21 and 22 and uh, see, again, these applications for us today. Chapter 21, verse 1, And the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the priests, the sons of Aaron, and say to them, No one shall make himself unclean for the dead among his people. In other words, you can't be around um, people uh, who are dead in the funerals, okay, uh, except for his closest relatives, his mother, his father, his son, his daughter, his brother, or his virgin sister who is near him because she has had no husband. For uh, for her, he may make himself un- unclean. So, in other words, these um, these priests cannot make themselves unclean by being close to the dead or be by touching a dead person and this kind of thing. So, you know, it's just not right because these guys have got to keep themselves pure and clean. Verse 4, He shall not make himself unclean as a husband among his people and so profane himself. They shall not make bald patches on their heads, nor shave off the edges of their beards, nor make any cuts on their body. These were mourning rituals. These were pagan rituals of mourning. So in other words, you shouldn't, you know, disfigure your body in any way or do these things to yourself as a way of mourning. This is a pagan ritual, and we're not doing it. Verse 6, they shall be holy to their God and not profane the name of their God. For they offer the Lord's food offerings, the bread of their God, for they shall be holy. In other words, they're in charge of the food offerings. You got to stay clean. And that's just the way it is. So, uh, you know, so they have some restrictions on what they what they can and can't do. Verse 7, they shall not marry a prostitute or a woman who has been defiled. Neither shall they marry a woman divorced from her husband, for the priest is holy to his God. In other words, you've got to be holy uh, even in your own family. 
You shall sanctify him, for he offers the bread of your God. He shall be holy to you, for I, the Lord, who sanctify you, am holy. So in other words, if you're representing God, you cannot be defiled in the way you're living in your own household, in your marriage. Verse 9, And the daughter of any priest, if she profanes herself by whoring, profanes her father, she shall be burned with fire. Wow, what a what a statement there. This is so strict that you've got to maintain holiness in, in everything you think and see and do and in, through your own family. This is a really big responsibility. As McGee says, you know, sometimes in the church, people are asked, to be a deacon or, or something like that in the church or take on a role or responsibility of leadership, you know. And what, you know, sometimes would used to aggravate him was, was um, you know, people accepting these roles when they, they couldn't uh, fulfill the responsibilities, you know. Don't, don't accept something if you don't feel you can honor God by, you know, fulfilling the roles of your responsibilities. Verse 10, the priest who is chief among his brothers, on whose head the um, anointing oil is poured, and who has been consecrated to wear garments, shall not let the hair of his head hang loose, nor tear his clothes. In other words, the chief priest, okay, this would be the chief priest, he has even more strict rules and regulations, you know, and uh, shouldn't tear his clothes. McGee made it the point that the chief priest... Um, I believe that was Caiaphas on the trial of Jesus tore his clothes and he's not supposed to tear his clothes. So he actually broke this Old Testament law. I believe that's right. Um, when he, during the trial of Jesus, verse 11, he shall not go into any dead bodies nor make himself unclean even for his father or for his mother. He shall not go out of the sanctuary, lest he profane the sanctuary of his God for the consecration of the anointing oil of his God is on him. I am the Lord. And it goes on to a lot of the rules and regulations about the chief priest. And you can't have a chief priest with any blemish on them, uh, with a mutilated face, uh, a limp, an injured foot, an injured hand, a hunchback, a dwarf man, a defect in sight, an itching disease or scabs, crushed testicles. Uh, you can't have, you know, it sounds like you we're going into so many different things, but it speaks about the imperfections of man and the perfections of God. God does, cannot have anybody being his chief priest with imperfection. Just like the sacrifices that are to be sacrificed can't have imperfection. So, um, no blemish. So, now we come to chapter 22. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, so that they may abstain from the holy things of the people of Israel, which they dedicate to me, so that they do not profane my holy name. So in other words, if any of your offspring throughout your generations approaches the holy things that the people of Israel dedicate to the Lord while he has uncleanliness, 
that person shall be cut off from my presence. So in other words, you can't serve with any kind of uncleanliness, leprous disease, discharge, touching anything in clean, coming into contact with a dead man, uh, or a man who has had emission of semen or touches a swarming thing, you're going to get unclean. And you you can't touch anything uh, and eat of the holy things until you've bathed in water. You can't eat anything which dies uh, of itself or is torn by beasts. You can't eat, uh, a lay person sh- can't eat the holy things. No foreign guest uh, can eat these holy things. Um, just a lot of rules and regulations about what you, about, as McGee says, disease, diet, and the dead. Okay? A lot of things make us unclean. And we, McGee didn't go into every one of these rules and regulations, but the big take-home message is, is that, You've got to be holy. You've got to live holy. A lot of rules about sacrificing the animals. Animals blind, disabled, mutilated, having a discharge, itch, or scabs. Don't offer them to the Lord. You only offer the Lord your best perfection in yourself. You only offer the Lord the best perfection in the sacrifice. Christ was perfect in his sacrifice, as a sacrifice. And just to circle back, men and women may not be reading the Bible, but they may be reading you. So be holy in applying God's Word to your life. Now, yes, we can make mistakes. No, every one of us is a sinner and we cannot live up to these high standards. But with Jesus Christ, we can. With Jesus Christ, we can be holy through Christ's Holy Spirit in us. We have been called to be priests. We have been called to be saints. We have been called to be righteous. We have been called to be sanctified. We have been called to be holy. Down to verse 31. So you shall keep my commandments and do them. I am the Lord, and you shall not profane my holy name, that I may be sanctified among the people of Israel. I am the Lord who sanctifies you, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord. Wow, that's, uh, that sums up a lot, doesn't it? It sums up everything. These are my commandments, and you've got to keep them, and you've got to do them. It's not just about reading them and just saying, okay, wow, I know what this is. Just like, you know, this morning's podcast, this Bible study, it's not enough just to read it and know it's there and highlight it and mark it up in the Bible or mark it in your heart. You've got to do it. You've got to put it in practice. Why? Because I'm the Lord. This is what I've commanded you to do. You can't profane my holy name by you not being holy. Because it doesn't sanctify me among the people. Your behavior glorifies me, sanctifies me, because that's my word put into practice. I am the Lord who sanctifies you. 
you're sanctified through me. And your actions sanctify the land of Israel, sanctifies my people and sanctifies me among the people. Who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God? Now, of course, these people are not going to be able to live up to this. They're going to need Jesus Christ to do this. But this is what God is calling them to be. Who brought you out of the land of Egypt. That kind of symbolizes bringing you out of your slavery. Just as Christ brings us out of our slavery of sin today. To be your God. Don't accept Jesus Christ's sacrifice on the cross. And be comfortable with that. We're being called to live a sanctified life. Don't be comfortable with just keeping Jesus up there on the cross dying all the time. He's risen from the dead. He sanctifies us. Now we have to live sanctified. I am the Lord. He's sovereign. So we're going to stop here. We'll turn the rest of the podcast over to our co-host in Zambia, Matali. Matali, I hope you're doing great. Look forward to hearing what you've got to say today. And as always, from me to all of you, God bless you. Keep your hearts centered on Christ. And we'll see you here next time.